Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,124. You have to go through all the tough times. There's going to be a lot of setbacks. Just have the drive to keep doing it no matter what. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Chris Corrado. Hey, Chris, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I definitely am. Awesome. Chris Corrado is an automotive artist from Boston, Massachusetts. He studied at the Academy of Art University in San Francisco, California, and Art Center College of Design in California, and Concept Design Academy in Los Angeles as well. He loves to draw hot rods and concept cars in a very loose yet colorful style. Well, Chris, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little more about your career, your passion for art, and your passion for automobiles? Well, let's see. I mean, I grew up in Charlestown, Mass., of course, and I, I love the automobile. I was very passionate about it ever since I was younger. I mean, I've been drawing cars since I was young, so I got to pick up a pencil, probably about two or three years old. Um, and then I decided to go to college, and I've uh, just been doing that ever since and just meeting good people and continue, continue to do it pretty much. Well, I met you on Facebook because I saw some of the art you were doing and I thought, you know what, I need to talk to Chris a little bit because a lot of people think, oh, how on earth could you make a living doing art? But boy, I've had hundreds of artists on the show, automotive focused artists, which are pretty cool. And as we continue through your journey here today, Chris, I would like to start by asking you for a success quote or a mantra. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Chris, take the wheel. Um, I think, to be honest with you, I give this advice to a lot of people, is just keep going. I mean, it, you have to go through all the tough times. There's going to be a lot of setbacks. Just have the drive to keep doing it no matter what. I mean, I've had my own setbacks, and people ask me, you know, how to get through it. You have no choice, or I have no choice. I have to keep going. I have no other option but to succeed. And I'm not quite where I want to be, but that's why I tell everybody. It's pretty much... Do it until you die. That's the way I look at it, or die crying, <laughs> pretty much. Well, and I'm living it, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, exactly. You know, I, I had Adam Carolla on the show years ago, and one of the things he said that's always stuck in my head, he said, you know what, Mark, in the morning, I just get up and keep moving my legs, and I don't stop until the nighttime comes and I'm exhausted and I go to sleep. He said, you just have to keep going forward no matter what, whatever sets you back. So it's a real can-do attitude, and it's, it's the way entrepreneurs think. They're very uh, tenacious and persistent. So I'm happy to hear that. Let's go back in your time a little bit and have you share a story that instigated your own personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment as you remember it when you knew you were going to be a car guy just like the rest of us? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a couple of them, but there's, I guess when I started playing with Legos when I was a kid, obviously I was drawing cars ever since I was little, but the Lego thing I think was kind of a springboard when I was younger. I used to do Lego cars and even try to figure out ways to have wheels because the Legos I had were Tyco brand, so they didn't come with any kind of wheels that I can remember. Uh-huh. So I used to use D batteries <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> and make those as wheels, so it looked like a Flintstones car, yeah. you know, and I used to put fins and everything. Now, nobody in my family could care less. They could all care less about cars, so I don't even know where I got that from, but that's probably it. My mother tells me stories I don't quite remember. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I used to, the minute I could walk, I'd run away from her and look under all the vehicles and just try to figure out how they worked and so on. That's what she tells me. You know, we still talk about to this day, <laughs> but, uh, but that's all I can remember. I mean, I love all, you know, I've always loved cars. And again, I really don't know where I get it from, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much the start that I can remember. Of just, loving cars, uh, in, you know? your, in your DNA and every mother's horror, a little child that loves to crawl under cars. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Yeah, make sure oh, you look. Me, I'll tell you. <laughs> make sure you look under the car before you pull out of the driveway, because uh, Chris might be under there trying to figure out how the transmission works. Well, it's a totally fair. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, totally absolutely. Well, let's take a look at the the roads you've driven down here and talk about maybe a big challenge or even a big failure that you faced, because these are invaluable learning lessons. Everybody goes through them. It's how you learn from them and how you come out is a matter of how you respect them or look at them or or uh, let them look at you or treat you. So tell us about an experience that helped you go gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career as an artist. Well, I mean, I've had several setbacks, just like a lot of people in life. I'm no better than anybody else, of course. But a couple of years back, I, I came back from an internship that I had with Jada Toys. I ended up, you know, having a setback and I became homeless. So I was sleeping on the street from September 1st till uh, September 23rd. And my sister found out that I was sleeping on the street. And I was actually working five days a week at a job that I went back to in Boston after the internship. So long story short, my sister found out about it and then uh, had me stay at her place. Now, I don't like any kind of freebies. I hate handouts. That's just not me. So my sister didn't even know. She actually happened to find out. And uh, I mean, I was shot at the gym seven days a week. I was still like, so working five days a week and sleep on the street or the bus or the train, you know, uh, when I was running just to catch some sleep. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty tough. And even my friends at work were, were like, you know, how are you doing this? You know, how do you stay so positive? I'm like, well, listen, it starts with me. I mean, no one else can do it but me. And I have to stay positive. This isn't going to be forever. You know, it's just a temporary thing, which it turned out to be temporary. You know, it's just a setback. I mean, I was almost in San Francisco, too, during my first college. So I was sleep on the BART system. Uh, it doesn't run all night. Like, Boston is run all night. So I sleep on the BART in the morning for a few hours and go to class about 8, 8.30 in the morning. Oh, my Being goodness. my friends there. Yeah, that was a decade, over a decade ago. My friends were like, dude, how are you doing? I'm just like, I'm driven. I want this. You know, that's just how it is. Again, it's a setback. Wow. You know, it happens. And then not too long after that in San Francisco, I ended up getting a job at a hotel where I went from making nothing to taking home about $4,000 a month, give or take. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just, you have to stay driven. You have to just have that passion. Uh, and not necessarily for, obviously, car design, but even just having your life go well. You know, and I want the best for myself. And obviously, the people I love, that's a random thing. But, uh, you know, I want the best for myself. And, and there's going to be setbacks and there's going to be more setbacks. And you just got to kind of roll with them, you know, no matter what. So, yeah, wow. Even hitting rock bottom. (laughs) Well, yeah, Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry you had to go through that absolutely terrible time. I can't even imagine that. And, uh, you know, it's this is a nice story in this sense. And this is probably the only sense it's a nice story, (laughs) other than your incredible attitude about it, is that many of us that have never experienced that have no idea what that might be like. And we see homeless people all the time. And we kind of, you know, when I do, I always wonder, what's the story there? What's going on? Why are they in that place? A lot of us think, well, they put themselves there through drug abuse or, uh, they, you know, they've done something. I do the same thing. It's <laughs> something silly. And you kind of go, gosh, you know, I wish they could pull themselves up by their bootstraps. But there's other people that aren't in that situation like you. They're just in a, a bit of tough luck and they don't have the, enough money to find a place. So, I mean, for a listener out there that might be hearing this and might be going through something or coming close to it, what's a a piece of wisdom or advice you could offer them to help them understand how to get through this quicker and move forward? Well, for me, I can tell you what I did. I mean, I I believe it's Chris Garver, I believe his name, or Garver. Will Smith was in the movie that they made about him. He was homeless, and he had worse off than me. And I forget what the movie's called at this moment, but, I mean, he had a child at that time. And I didn't have any kids. I still don't, you know, at this point. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, I only had me to to worry about. So what I can tell your listeners, of course, is just just stay positive. I mean, that's the best thing. People even ask me that to this day. How did I do it, you know, and stuff like that. It's just you have no choice. I mean, either you sink or swim. And I knew I didn't want to sink. You know, I just wanted to keep swimming and and going through (laughs) the rough current, let's call it that. And to be 
be fair. I'm the one that put myself in that situation. I mean, I ran out of money. I didn't balance it the best way. I made some, you know, not so <laughs> best choices. Mm-hmm. So if I put myself in that situation, I have to get myself out of it. That's why I didn't tell family and stuff like that. I mean, my sister, like I said, didn't even know about it. You know, she happened to find out through right. word of mouth. So, you know, the only people that really knew were my, my coworkers, my boss, uh, actually the owner of the company I was working for. So he let me keep my suitcase there. And then in a backpack that I'd bring with me after work, after my shift ended about 5, 5.30, and then a shower plan of fitness, you know, and then figure out where I was going to sleep that night. And it was in September, so it wasn't freezing in Boston at that point. Right. You know, so I just, you got to stay positive. That's the only thing you can do. And it's, it's, for me, I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. It's naturally in me to keep going. Wow. You know, I, well, I, that's the best advice I could tell people, you know, to be honest. Well, just stay positive and keep going. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and kudos. I look up to people like that, you know, like Chris Garver. I look up to people like that. Les Brown. Les Brown, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's been homeless before, too. He's a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. And I follow him as well. And just listen to that motivation. Hey, listen, if you can do it, I can do it. You know, what makes me any different than you? I mean, obviously, we're different people, but he's no better than me and vice versa. So it's like, if he can do it or they can do it, I can do it, too. Yeah, I had uh, Titan Gilroy, uh, who's uh, his fame, claim to fame, he owns a CNC business, but also a television show, Titans of CNC. Ah. And when he was a kid, he was homeless, living on the beach with her, his mom. And uh, you just wow. listen to the stories of going through that. Plus, he was in Hawaii, where there's a lot of violence among people there. Uh, most of us go to Hawaii, think of the luxury resorts and like, what violence? Cool. But it, it's got a lot of challenges, Hawaii does, social economic challenges. And uh, to hear his story the same way, but it was similar for him too, as it is with you. So kudos to you for being able to keep that very positive attitude. Let's uh, let's shift gears and maybe go to the other end of the spectrum. Talk about a career aha moment, a time when the headlights kind of <laughs> come on and steer you down the right path. Is there one of those in your life you'd like to share? Uh, there is. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I went to school, obviously art center and a couple of the, well, art academy, but then art center. So 2009, I left art center and uh, the whole car issue was in the toilet at that point. So I came back to Boston and was really, uh, <laughs> in short, bitter. I was very bitter. I mean, I even tossed all my art supplies cause I was trying to figure out well, what's going on. Even my, my, uh, school lender, um, bank lender was Lehman brothers. I found out they went bankrupt on the news at like 11 o'clock at night at my buddy's house. And, um, and it's like, great. So now what I'm going to do, you know? So anyway, with that being said, in short, I came back to Boston and worked uh, some jobs, stayed there for several years and got to a point, even my district manager, one of the jobs I worked for, I was number one in sales. And even he, I'm making him money and he's telling me I'm wasting my time there because of my talent. So it got to a point, you know, about two, three years ago, I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm wasting my time. So I got to a point, I was like, I got to keep following this, this dream of mine. I mean, it's in my heart. I'm denying it, but I know I want to be a car designer, a successful car designer, you know, hot rods or even current future concepts, you know, anything in the car industry. And so I started pursuing my passion. I mean, I've been back and forth to LA now four times in the last a little more than two years, just trying to make this work, you know, between school, you know, concert design Academy and, and failures, you know, going back, running out of money, having to come back. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. But, but that was my aha moment. I, you know, at least one of them was like, you know what, I'm done with this, you know, quote unquote, day to day job. I got to follow my passion because even harder following your passion, there's no guarantees. And I, I mean, my passion, I don't mean everyone else's passion. I mean, my passion, it's not, you know, everyone just makes it, you know, it's not how it works. I haven't even quote unquote made it yet, you know, in my opinion, and I'm still shooting for that. So with that being said, that was my aha moment. You know what? You're right, district manager. <laughs> I'm going to go follow my passion. I'll see you later. <laughs> you know? So, and all my friends too were like that too. They're like, you're wasting your time, you know, and not necessarily in a mean way, more of a, 
a positive way. It sounds very negative, but it's actually a positive way. And I took it that way. You know, it's like, you know what? You're right. I am wasting my time. Why am I wasting my talent that I, you know, is God given, you know, in my opinion. And, and why am I wasting it? You know, I should actually be using it, you know, not necessarily monetary. I'd love that, but just to show it to the world, you know, I'd love that more than anything, you know, it's getting to that point, which is nice. So, you know, knock a wood. <laughs> well, yeah, I, again, kudos to you for your tenaciousness and your persistence. You know, there's a great saying that I share with some people who are not doing what they love, even people that are making really good money, but they just are not happy. And that is, Right. The most dangerous risk of all is the risk of spending your life not doing what you want on the bet that you can buy yourself the freedom to do it later. And Yeah, because time keeps going, man. It doesn't stop. It goes whether you do something or not, you know. You may not have later, so you just don't know right. that. So you, you've got to do your best to tackle it now. Well, boy, we've been through a couple of challenges here with these last few questions, so let's, let's talk <laughs> Sorry, about <man>. something <laughs> – well, no, that's a great inspiration of someone who's going out there and going after what he what he wants to do. And I think that's awesome. No that's pity, why. though. No pity. Of course not. No, no, that's not what we're about here. We're about inspiring people and helping Please, people yes. move forward. So let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car. Is there a car that you got some point in your life that you felt really like, this is it. This is what I've always wanted. I did, actually. I mean, I've had two cars in my life, very minimal. But my first car is what I wanted, and I wanted it for several years, and I ended up finally buying it when I was 2021. 20, it was actually a 1987 Lincoln Town car, and it was great. And ironically, uh, like I said, I wanted it for several years, but a friend of mine ended up giving me a ride home in his father's town car. And only about a year later, I got the same one. It wasn't his father's, but it was the same one. It had all the options, so I was very lucky to get that car. It had the leather, so on and so forth, but it was a very awesome car for me personally. It's something I, I wanted for several years and I ended up finally buying it with my own money, you know? So nice. it was, it was really nice. <laughs> um, but that's probably it to be fair in yeah. short, you yeah. know, not I was going to like that car, but it's something that I, I loved to, you know, Absolutely. I always wanted and got it, you know? <laughs> How about uh seller's remorse? Is that the car you wish you had back? You wish you had that Lincoln town car back? Well, it's actually a, another car. I didn't sell that one. I actually got in a car accident. I wish I still had that car, though. Mm. But uh, this other car I bought after I got in a car, the Lincoln uh, accident with the Lincoln Town car, I ended up buying a Cadillac Eldorado, a 1979 Cadillac Eldorado, uh, off eBay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Don't do that. But I did that, and I bought <laughs> off eBay, you know, sight unseen, and uh, I had no clue. I mean, I was like, I don't know, 22, 23, whatever. And I bought it for like 500 bucks, and, and it was from Michigan. I was in Boston at the time, and I had them throw it in storage. They sent me the title and the keys. I had it for like six months, and then the storage company said, listen, just I'm going to send you the title and the keys, and goodbye. And that was the end of that. Wish I had that car. Wish I saw, actually saw the car, but eh, you never happen. even saw the car that you have <laughs> remorse over. Oh my gosh, that's a funny story. Isn't that funny. That, <laughs> that's kind of funny. That is a first for sure. Well, let's talk about today and what has you excited and fired up about the art work that you're doing. What are you working on that has you really excited? Oh man, I mean, for me personally, like Brooke Bonham and uh, Frank Swartz, they actually run a company called Middlecott Sketch Battle. All right. And that's what I've been a part of. And that actually got me published in Automobile Magazine this year, nice. which is, uh, you know, pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's, I got to thank them for it. I mean, they were very nice. Uh, so they put me in the contest, a competition, I should say, should say, last November. And then I was in it this past September. And that was awesome, too. And I'm going to be in it this coming was it, October, November at SEMA. Mm-hmm. So and that's going to be in Vegas, of course. And yeah. then I'm going to go to the L.A. Press Days again for my third one this coming November as well for the LA Auto Show. So the press days I'll be at too. But those things have me going. I mean, it's great. I have me fired up, I should say. And just anything. I mean, I, you know, I have a very open mind. Um, even being on your show, I'm actually still honored by, it. <laughs> you know, those things have, keep me going, you know, like it, yeah. it, it makes me realize that I'm on the right path. 
Sure. You know, because I don't know. I just, I'm so minded with things. I'm very positive, obviously. So those things, you know, future things have me fired up and then I'll just keep going. I actually got published in another magazine a few days ago, Cartoons Magazine, which was, you know, on it for that too. Nice. You know, so yeah, I mean, things are going great. Uh, knock on wood. You awesome. know, so those things have me fired up. Well, congratulations. You know? Congratulations. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Chris. If Chris was a car, if you were manifested into a car, what would you be and why? It's going to be pretty silly. Uh, I don't have a good one, but I'd say probably a 70s Challenger, you know, Dodge Challenger, something like that. Those are cars I love, but that's something I would see myself as, you know, something muscular, quote unquote, you know, something strong, Uh you know, that's how I see those cars. Beautiful. Not necessarily beautiful, but that's how I see those cars. So something like that, I I would see myself being. Handsome's a good one. Thank you. That's a better term. I like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like that a lot better. <laughs> but something like that, I would see myself as. I was like, what am I even going to pick, man? I don't know. I'll pick that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, it's a fun question. I get a lot of interesting answers when I ask that question. So I think a challenger would fit you with your energy level. A challenger is a good choice for sure. Well, Chris, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Chris, we're back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? I am ready. Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, not to give up. Um, and I've had that from a bunch of teachers of mine, not to give up, of course. Yeah. Just yeah. keep going. Awesome. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success in artwork? Uh, my drive and passion. I would say that would be those two. Absolutely. 
Do you have a resource that you really like, you're fond of, that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Um, sure. I would say Tom Taylor. Um, he actually inspired me, his books, he has several books, and possibly even Scott Robertson, those two. Ah, awesome. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Chip Foose. Easy ah. enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, your your artwork <laughs> reminds me of Chip Foose and his style of drawing for the, the very cool hot rods and uh, resto mods and things that he uh, designs and builds, of course. So when I first saw your artwork, that's the first guy that came to mind. So I hope that's a compliment to you. He's obviously done very well, uh, been very successful. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have him on this <laughs> show. You. He's been a tough guy to nail down, but I'm going to get him eventually. But uh, very nice. I'll see if I can arrange that once I get him on Cars here. I'll say, hey, Chris Carrado wants to have a drink with you. So let's set that up. Well, how about (laughs) that would be fun, (laughs) wouldn't it? How about a book? Is there a book that you've read you think our listeners would enjoy? There is actually is uh, Corey Wayne, uh, The 3% Man. That's a book that I've read several times and actually pushed me onto my passion to keep going with my own life. And it's a relationship book and career book. It's all around book. I mean, it's a phenomenal book. It could be for men and women, by the way, too. It's not just for men. Yeah, it's a great book. I'd recommend it highly. Well, it's uh, interesting. It's the first time this book has been recommended when I've had, you know, 1,124 people in the show, actually a few more because some shows have been with multiple people. And I'm surprised that book has not been recommended, but I'll remind our listeners there's a great place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books. If you go there on the website, you will see a thousand plus books. I mean, there's probably 1,500 books listed there. Uh, this one included. I made it really easy for you to just click and buy. So you'll find that if you go to carsyad.com and then click on Chris Carrado, you'll find his show notes page with all these great references he shared today. All right, this is where it gets a little fun, Chris. I like to call this question a real doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world, but there's a couple rules. You can't sell it to line your pockets with dollar bills. You have to keep it. You have to drive it. No garage queens here. And it can be the only collector car that you have in your garage. So you've got to live with it and enjoy it. So what can I buy you? Uh, that's a easy one. If people know me, would know the car. It's a 1958 Plymouth Fury uh, from the movie Christine. That's what I would love. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> the Christine <laughs> car. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I'll try to get you a car that won't kill you um, <laughs> because that would be bad, bad practice on my part. But uh, what is it about the Plymouth Fury that you like so much, especially the 58? Yeah, well, you know, the push-button transmission's phenomenal in that car, I mean, you know? <laughs> That's cool, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I watched <laughs> that movie, Christine, when I was about five or six, seven years old, give or take, yeah. and uh, I fell in love with it at that point, and uh shouldn't have been watching that movie at that age, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. That point. <laughs> scary. <laughs> well, you know, it's a good thing yeah, exactly. it didn't scare you away from cars, because most little kids would go, oh, mom, I don't want to ever see a car again, but... Uh, well, it's right? got a, it's got a pretty cool design to it when you think about that car, because it had... Kind of that, uh, you know, that the 57 fins off the Chevy in a way, or even the precursor yep, to yep. the Cadillac Via Ritz. I mean, that huge front end with that grill, this looks like it wants to eat you, uh, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Which is, and is, the forward look, they called it, Virgil Exner called it the forward look, yeah. you know, at that year. Yeah, between 57 and 58, I believe, you know. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> very, very nice. And I think those things came with like a, 5.9 liter engine. I mean, the big 350. Um, I think the three in 59, the 350 was replaced by the 361 cubic inch, but they either way, they were big motors. I mean, yeah, car, actually, you're right. Yeah. Cars had a lot of power. So, uh, very nice. Well, do you want Christine red or would you like a different color? 
Oh, red. <laughs> red all the way. All the way. Bloody <laughs> red. Yeah, there was a reason that car was red in that movie, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, Chris, you've taken me on a great ride today. What a positive guy you are. I mean, I just love talking thank with you. you. I've re- You're welcome. I really have enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah audience. Is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer us before you drive off into the sunset in your very own pristine? <laughs> Yeah, I like to tell the audience, definitely never give up. Never give up your dreams and keep going. No matter what anybody says, just keep doing your thing. You know, at some point, hopefully you'll make it, but definitely don't give up. Awesome. And what's the best way for listeners to follow along with what you're doing and see your artwork? Definitely follow me through. I'm actually on ArtStation, Coraflow, and Facebook. Facebook, I'm on more consistently, I would say. So Facebook, I'd say, would be the biggest one. Great. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll put links to all those uh, ways to find Chris on his show notes page. So just go to carsyeah.com, type in Chris Corrado, C-O-R-R-A-D-O, and his page will pop up with these links. I encourage you to check out what Chris is doing, touch base with him, follow along with him. I'm sure if you'd like to buy some of his artwork, he'd be happy to sell that to you. Chris, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yeah audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks a lot, Mark. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp., Member FINRA SIPIC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!